0: The Refined Podcast features conversations around art and faith, and the refining experience of engaging with God, our art, and each other for the sake of holiness and wholeness. I'm Chris. Welcome to the conversation. Hey there. This is going to be a little bit of an unusual um, version of Refined the podcast today because it's just me. I don't have an interview. E here with me. It's, um, really just going to be an opportunity for me to, um, share a little bit of something that's been going on behind the scenes with you all in a way that, um, I've been trying to think of how, how do I want to tell this story? And I think that I actually want to tell it with my voice. And so this episode today is going to be just an opportunity for me to talk to you a little bit about what has been going on over the past several months in my work life and, um, as that connects to my personal life and uh, where God is moving and refining me. So um, some of you who follow Refine the Retreat, which is the retreat that I host every year, um, know that I have shared that this year, well, next year, in 2024, in March, it is the last year that we are going to the um, retreat facility that we have used for the last um, nine years. And there's a lot of intention behind that. And um, it's an, to me, it's an interesting story. So I wanted to share it because I think it might be encouraging to some of you who have been in situations where you feel like God is doing a different work or um, calling you to do something that feels a little bit different than what you have been doing or what you're used to doing. And this story, I feel like I don't know where it actually begins. I mean, I could look back and say, well, maybe it started then, or maybe it started then with that decision, or maybe it started when that thing happened. But I think the reality is um, the stories that God is writing through us, I mean, I don't know that we could trace their beginning. Specifically, because there's so many little things that lead into something happening, that these stories have probably started really from our birth, and they've been um, there's this thread woven through our, our lives, and all of these little things pile up and lead to other things. So I don't know how to I don't know how to pinpoint the beginning of this story. It could it, the beginning of it could be all the way back to when I hosted the very first retreat in 2014. But for for our purposes today, I'll say that this sort of came to a head for me um, in the summer. So back in the summer, we um, a couple things happened. I found out that there is a event that is happening on the weekend that I am scheduled to host the retreat, which means that I won't be at that event, which. In the grand scheme of life, isn't a huge deal, except that it's really important to my kids, and I'm not going to be there for it. So, that was sort of the first thing that kind of happened that made me start thinking, like, is this really, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing what is best? And when I say right thing, I don't mean like morally, is this right or wrong? I mean like, is this the right thing for me and for my family at this time? So, that was sort of the first thing that kind of triggered a little bit of an unsettled. Um, feeling in my spirit that was noticeable. I think that if I go back further than that, further than the summer, there's been some inner churning and I knew that something was happening but I didn't know what. So also during the summer, I went on a retreat with my mastermind group, which is a conversation for another day. But um, while we were on the retreat, We were talking about different things that we're working through and different things that are coming up for us related to work. And as I was talking about the retreat and talking about the fact that I'm going to miss this event um, that my kids... Want me at? Um, I like immediately burst into tears while I was talking about it, which felt really weird, and it caught me completely off guard. I was so not expecting to have a little bit of a meltdown over it, but I realized um, that as I was sitting there on the couch, weeping uh, to my mastermind group, that there was something in those tears, and I think it's um I think it's Parker Palmer or maybe it's Frederick Bickner who says, listen to your tears. And, um, I, I was thinking, okay, I need to listen to my tears. Like this means something. And so I kind of just was holding on to that and praying about what does this mean? What is God doing? Um, I feel, I have felt for months leading up to that, that God was starting to really kind of unsettle some things in my spirit, but I didn't know what exactly that meant or what exactly that would look like. Um, but, it came into focus pretty quickly at that point in the summer that it was around my work with the retreat, which is a little bit scary, honestly, because if you have followed me for any length of time, anywhere on social media or on my website or through my writing, um, the retreat is my, is my baby. It's the thing that I felt the most called to do over the last, um, 10 years. And, It's very special to me. It's sacred, really. It is sacred. And um, I didn't know what this meant that I was feeling so unsettled about the future. And what a lot of people don't know is that the retreat is actually reserved, Um, we book it years in advance. So as of a couple months ago, we were already booked through 2027, which felt so strange and weird to me to think about 2027 and think about being committed to doing something in a certain way at that time and then thinking, I don't even know what will be happening in 2027. So I kind of just held that weight and was really praying about what am am I supposed to do with this? What does this mean? And through the course of praying, and listening, um, God faithfully met me in that space of wondering. And that happened actually when I was um, in Colorado. So in October, I got to take a trip to Colorado and I was asking the Lord to really meet me in that space and in that time that I, I had questions around the retreat and I was asking the Lord, like, what, what do you want me to do with this? I really need to know because I need to make some decisions, some business decisions, some ministry decisions, and I don't know what to do. So, um, as I was praying and, thinking about what it was that I felt like I was doing, on the flight home in the middle of the night, literally I was flying at like one in the morning, Um, I was asking the Lord just to give me some guidance and help me know what to do. And the word that came to mind immediately was this strange little word, nimble. And of course, when I heard the word in my spirit, the first thing I thought of was that nursery rhyme, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack jumped over the candlestick, which I don't even know why, like that, that's probably the only reference to the word nimble <laughs> that I could think of. It's just not a word that's in my normal vocabulary. So already I was kind of, my interest was piqued. I'm like, that's a weird word to come to mind. Um, but I just tucked it away. I wrote it in my journal on the plane and then tucked it away and came home. And the next day, I sent a message to one of my um, good close friends. And I said, I just, I just want to ask you to pray. I feel like God is doing something around refine and was kind of sharing. But I didn't share the word. I, I just was saying, I feel like God is saying something. And when my friend messaged me back, the first thing she said was, I don't know, this is going to sound super weird, but the word that comes to mind is nimble. And I almost, like, I I just had to laugh because that is, to me, just the funny way that God so often works is through this um, strange repetition or what I sometimes call, and other people I've heard sometimes call, like, a sacred echo. And she was echoing back this word, this weird word that nobody uses anymore that I'd heard at one o'clock in the morning flying across the country and she had not she had not been there. I had not told her the word and I just thought, okay Lord, I'm listening like you have my full attention. So anyway, as I um, was praying about it and thinking, okay, this word is obviously important, this is coming up. Um, I was thinking about what do I want to do? what do I feel like God is telling me to do? And the first thing I knew was that I needed to reach out to the facility and release the reservations that we had for the next three years after this year. And when I sent that email to, the, to my contact and got the message back, the message was a full affirmation of the decision I had made. Um, one of the things that had come up multiple times while I was in Colorado was this phrase, you know when it's time to put something down. And I'd heard that phrase multiple times over my weekend in Colorado from Jean Oliver, actually, whose workshop I was at. And it was so funny because every time she said it, I felt like this almost like electric shock go through me of like, oh my gosh, that word is for me. She's saying that to me, which of course she wasn't. She was saying that to the room, but it felt like she was saying it to me. And when I, um, messaged my contact at the facility that we used for the retreat and told them that I needed to release the reservations through 2027, her response to me was, um, you know, when it's time to put something down. And so once again, this phrase that I had felt was so, um, for me was echoed back to me. And, you know, people have all kinds of feelings about coincidence and whatnot. But one of the questions I've received for years and years, people will ask me, how do you know when God is speaking to you? And I have always said, at least as far as I can remember, that God talks to me, um, specifically through repetition. When I hear something over and over again, I know that God is talking to me. Um, and I think that is true. If you look at scripture again and again, God's word repeats, um, the Israelites tell their story to each other, to their ancestors, to their children again and again. God's faithfulness is proclaimed, and, you know, if, if we'd heard it once, we go, oh, that's nice, but that doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really apply, or we might find some way to dismiss it. But when you keep bumping into the same words over and over, you have to sit up and pay attention. You have to go, wait a minute, I think there's a reason this is being repeated. I think I need to pay attention to this, and... That is what this experience was like for me. I just knew that God was repeating these words to me so that I would finally hear them and so that I would be ready to receive them. And, you know, the the part of the story that I'm not telling you is the three years that it took for me to come to a place where I would be willing to receive this news from the Lord. The cancellation that happened for the retreat in 2020 was a big deal for so many reasons. And of course, the pandemic was a big deal for all of us and changed our lives. Like, we're still feeling the effects of that, I'm convinced. And that grief that went into and that surrounded um, canceling that retreat in 2020 was part of a bigger, a bigger spiral of grief for me. And I have finally kind of come to a place of like a a deeper understanding and a deeper acceptance that I didn't have there and a deeper surrender, which of course, if you know me, you know, is sort of my buzzword is surrender. Um, and it has taken a long time to get to a point where I felt like if, if I heard a word like this, if I heard the Lord saying, you need to do this differently, um, that I would actually be willing to receive that word. So you know, it kind of goes back to the beginning when I say it's really hard to say, like, where did this start? I don't know where it started. Did it start three years ago? Did it start five years ago? Did it start 10 years ago when I hosted the first retreat? I don't know. Um, this is a story that God has been writing in me and through me for a really long time. And I think it's been there even before the first retreat ever happened. So I don't, I guess I just wanted to share this with you as we are moving towards Christmas here in a couple of days, um, to encourage you that, The Lord is living and active. God is still speaking to his people. And the gift that we have in Christ that we remember at Christmas, that we celebrate at Christmas, is this perpetual hope and this promise that God is with his people, that God dwells with us, within us, and moves through us and uses us to do his work and to spread his word and to spread his love and to be a... um, a light for others and a, and a place that others can turn to and point them towards God and toward God's goodness and toward God's faithfulness. So as I think about God's faithfulness and I think about his generosity in coming as a baby to a world so hungry and starved really for a savior. Um, I think about how God has moved quietly and not so quietly through my own life. And I hope that as you, um, prepare for for Christmas this coming week, that you can spend some time reflecting on the ways that God is moving in quiet and not so quiet ways through your own life and the ways that God is speaking to you even now and calling you to things that maybe you're not expecting or maybe you're afraid you can't do or you don't want to do or you're eager to do. Um, I don't think everything God calls us to is something we don't want to do. I think sometimes God invites us to all kinds of things. And my hope, I guess, is that as we, um, wait for this season to unfold, that we would wait with hope and with expectancy that God will speak and God will move and that God will sometimes invite us to to do things differently than we've been doing them. And that's okay. And that's a good thing. Um, I think that one of the beautiful things that I've experienced in the way God moves is that God is um, is not predictable. God does what God wants to do, and I've experienced that so many times, and I love the unpredictability of God's movement, of tracing that holy um, hand through time and through space and through experiences. And so I hope that you will... Um, Spend some time reflecting on that and I hope that you'll be encouraged to just trust what God is doing. And I look forward to sharing more about what God is doing um, with the work that I feel called to do and um, with the invitations that I see before me. I know that there's more coming. I just don't know what all of that means. But I know that um, I've learned a lot through just the last few months of listening and waiting and trusting that God will speak and that I will hear him and that I will not miss his message for me. And um, I hope that that just encourages you today. So thank you so much for all of your support. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for listening to the podcast and coming to the retreat. For those of you who are coming, thank you for just being a part of everything that God is doing It is an honor, and I know that the word that God spoke to me back in 2014 about being a door holder is not over yet, and I look forward to holding the door for you in the coming year and in whatever other ways God has for me and for you. Um, I'm excited to see, and I know that the work of Refine is not done. It's just changing. I wish you all the best, and we'll catch up after the holidays. Hi friends, I wanted to let you know that registration is still open for our upcoming March retreat. This is our 10th year hosting Refine the Retreat, and if you have ever wanted to join us, now is the time. This is the last year that we will be hosting the retreat in this particular format. Refine is not going away, but it is changing. So if you have ever wanted to experience our three-day immersive retreat, this is your chance. You can get all of the details and secure your registration at refineretreat.com. I can't wait to see you in March. Refined the podcast is sponsored by Refined Media, parent company of Refine the Retreat. For inspiration and to learn more about what we do, what we make, and how to participate, connect with us at refineretreat.com or on Instagram at refineretreat. Thanks for listening.